Welcome everyone. We are about to begin Beth Sashem Shalom Bayashir number two hundred and twenty-four. In regards to prioritizing our relationship with our spouse. It goes without saying that the relationship with our spouse should not be in competition with technology. Um, technology can serve us greatly, but technology could be our master. It could rule over us if we don't, um, if we're not careful. And um, that goes with all areas in life. But now we're discussing specifically in your own marriage. It could, mamish, make your marriage hostage. Uh, it could um, basically sabotage your whole marriage if you allow technology to rule over it. You need to have technology free time every day to be alone with your spouse, to relate to your husband or wife without intrusion. And that includes no Facebook, no cell phone, no iPhone, no texting, completely shut down and connect with one another. And it's most likely, I know the studies that have to be shown in regard to this to prove that this is the case, but many divorces these days are happening because of technology, because of social media. And um, one statistics reports that that um, 40% of divorce petitions you has the word Facebook in it, which uh, is a cause, a trigger for many, many divorces. So the bottom line is marriage is one of the most important human relationships that we will ever have. It takes precedence over every other person in our life. And we're going to talk about that in a moment. And it must be protected. And obviously, technology is one of the easy, simple, basic concepts that everyone could understand. uh, Because technology could take a toll on our lives and have us accomplish a lot less than we could accomplish. Um, And again, I'm... Pro-technology in the sense that we could, there's so many things that we could use it in a positive way and um, in beautiful ways. But again, it has to have its balance. And your wife comes first, your husband comes first, and sometimes it's important to shut it down and listen to one another. And that, that the priority of your spouse over technology, that's may seem like a simple uh, concept, but to practice it takes some work. The truth also is, is that the priority, like we said in a few shiurim earlier, your priority of your spouse is over the priority of your parents as well. Yes, this kibbut of aim, but again, v'davak be'ishtai, so we cannot let our own parents interfere in a negative way in, 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 in our marriage. And uh, there's ways to have tremendous kibbut of aim and to take care of parents and to help them in every way possible and still maintain very strong shalom bias 
and connection with one another that way. Even a bigger chiddush for many people is to not allow your children to become a priority beyond your own marriage. Now again, this seems to be counterproductive, or counterintuitive rather, because the whole tachlis of the Bria, or the whole tachlis of marriage, one of the main tachlis is pruvu the hemshech of dairis, the dairi dairis. Bonim of nebonim, oiskim batayra mitzvahs, that's the goal of marriage. One of the main goals that a husband and wife produce children and they produce produce dairis and nitzchias. So in a certain sense, you could say, wait a minute, that's really the tachlis, so it's even more important than our own union between my me and my husband or me and my wife is the perpetuation and the and of our of the chinuch of our children. Um to plant the seeds of the Dairidiris, so we should have Dairis that are Mekayim Torah Mitzvahs and create Nitzchias that way. There is truth to that. There's a very deep truth to that. But again, going back to the basics, children themselves, part of their Chinuch, is to respect your marriage. You need to teach your own children to respect your marriage, or you won't have a marriage. Now, there's, of course, putting kaychas in your children. Even, you know, putting in, losing sleep over, the, over, your, over your children, saying tillam and, and working with them and, and really putting all your kaychas into your children. Both husband and wife, mother and father do this and it's a beautiful thing. But not at the expense of their own marriage. That's part of the chinech that the child or children need to see as well. They need to realize and see that even though they do appreciate how much kaychais, how much time and energy is invested in them by their mother and by their father, they need to see very clearly from their parents that their parents prioritize each other. And when a child sees this, it's a lesson for life. It's a lesson for life for his own marriage or her own marriage when they grow up. So that's a very important thing. You know, when kids are younger, by the way, it's a good chinuch to do that too. As, even if they're a younger age, for example, and their bedtime, just giving a mushal, their bedtime is 7 or sometimes 8 o'clock, sometimes 8.30. And at a certain age, they could be trained. They're in bed. Uh, sometimes the mother or father stays with them a little bit, says Kriyashma with them, maybe tells them a little story. and But it is a basic understanding then, then they go to sleep. Or if they can't sleep, they'll read or whatever it is. But they need to know that unless there's an emergency, the parents now have time alone. I'm talking about in a, in a matzav where that's the age group of your oldest parent, of your oldest children. Now, it's it's the parents' time. So unless there's an emergency, something happens, you don't you stay in your bed and you do what you got to do, and that's it. It's a good chinuch. It's a chinuch that the children realize that the mother and father have a relationship. Their parents have a relationship. Their parents have alone time. Their parents talk to each other. Their parents communicate with each other. Their parents have a certain kesher, independent of the kesher that the parents have to them. And that's an important thing for a child 
and then even a teenager to realize and for them to respect the intimacy, the connection that the mother and father, their mother and father have for each other. And that's very, very important. So it's priority over technology, priority over parents, priority even over children. And a lot of it is making an effort to build your marriage with good disciplines and with, you know, time, quality time, date nights together or davening together or taking walks together or taking short weekend trips together, overnight trips together, uh, planning to have physical intimacy to try to find when, times where they could both, both be rested so they could enjoy that together with each other, maybe learn together, or, 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 you know, listen to some very interesting uh, share or story together, and so on and so forth. So that is a challenge in this culture, especially, where we're pulled in so many different directions, and we need to find time to prioritize with our own husband, with our own wife. Then there are times where... Um, husband and a wife could have unhealthy friends. Now, again, uh, there are situations where sometimes a husband and a wife may resent the friend of the of their spouse because they're taking too much time away from them. And you have to learn not to be petty about it and to be balanced about it and realize if your wife has a good friend that she likes to talk to a lot, you know, that he shouldn't feel left out. If it's a healthy relationship, he should encourage it. Even though at times she spends time with her friend talking to her. But if it's a good relationship and if it brings out the best in your wife, then you encourage such a relationship. And the same thing, the wife to her husband. If he she sees that the husband has a very good friend that's a good influence on him, may take a little bit of time away from her. But if she sees that that friend is a good influence on her husband, making him a better person and a better husband, she should encourage that relationship. So there shouldn't be unnecessary jealousy of the friends of your spouse by taking, you know, that, that you think they're taking away uh, time from you and your husband or you and your wife. However, there are situations where there is a friendship that a wife or a husband has with a friend that is unhealthy, or there could be a um, dependency issue. And here you need shikladas. You have to make sure you're you're right about that. But if if you notice your wife has a very unhealthy friend, then the husband needs to talk to her to set boundaries with that unhealthy friend, and sometimes end the relationship with that unhealthy friend or at least uh, maintain strong boundaries. And those things could be resolved. They really, really could be resolved, usually between themselves. Sometimes they have to talk to somebody on the outside. But that's also a very important thing. Friendship is a beautiful thing. Every wife needs a friend, a female friend. Every man needs a male friend. And the wives and husbands should encourage their spouses to have good friends and not feel jealous or not feel, um, you know, they should realize that they need that relationship. Let's say a wife knows that uh, her husband is very close to his chavrusa, 
shouldn't cause her any je- jealousy or, or negativity with that. Adarabba, if the guy, if his harus is a real special good person, bringing out the best in her husband, she should encourage it. And the same thing the other way around. If the husband sees a friend of the wife that's really a good friend to her, brings out the best in her, then he should encourage such a relationship and not be petty or jealous of, of, of that warm relationship that they have. But at the same time, if it indeed is an unhealthy one, then they need to protect each other and talk to each other about it. And sometimes they need to end those type of relationships if it, if it consumes a lot of their time in a negative way and it affects their marriage in a negative way. So in a nutshell, to summarize some of the points that we talked about today, still in the concept of prioritizing your relationship. So number one, prioritizing your relationship and to protect it by removing technology to a certain degree from your marriage, especially when you're trying to connect from one another. Don't let technology become a slave, that you should become a slave to technology, Khalila, or that the marriage should be a slave to technology. No, you let, you rule over the technology and your marriage takes priority. So you prioritize your marriage over technology. You prioritize marriage over your parents, even with the kibbit of it aimed to the most utmost degree. Nevertheless, the parents, uh, and to always remember that for your children as well, as much as your children are, are mamish part of you and you live, people live for their children, mice and nefesh for the children. And that's the way it should be. But the children need to see that kesher between their mother and their father, that they realize and respect their marriage of their parents to be a model for them to know how to love their spouses one day down the road by seeing the Kesher between their mother and their father and their exclusive time with one another and how they make a priority with one another, even over them. The children need to see that. And then again, also to prioritize your own wife and own husband over your own friends or chavrusas or anything like that. Now, if they're healthy chavrusas or healthy friends, encourage those friendships. But again, with a balance, you know, if they're unhealthy, then it's best to address it. And sometimes you have to cut off the relationship for the sake of the marriage. Hatzlocha and bracha.